You're listening to the International Continent Society podcast. ICS is the leading international multidisciplinary organization for medical professionals working in the field of incontinence. ICS provides the latest scientific and clinical updates to professionals in the field. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another workshop podcast episode. I'm so happy that you're joining me today, and we are getting very close to ICS Toronto 2023. It is just six weeks a day, six weeks away. So I'm really excited um, to talk about our workshop 18 today, which is management of obstetric pelvic floor disorders. What does a unicorn perinatal pelvic floor service look like? And this workshop will be on Friday, September 29th from 9 to 10.30 a.m. And we have heard from the ICS office that the there has been asked for an increase in the number of attendees for this workshop. So I would hurry on after this podcast and sign up for ICS and then grab a ticket to our workshop. So I'm very happy to have Paula Igualada Martinez with me today. Um, and so Paula, why don't you introduce yourself? She is our awesome workshop chair. <laughs> oh, hello, Shannon. Thank you very much for the invite. Um, so yes, my name is Paula Iwalala Martinez, and I'm a pelvic health physiotherapist at Guys and St. Thomas's um, Foundation Trust in London, and also a senior lecturer at Brunel University. Um, so thank you very much. So let's talk about obstetric uh, pelvic floor management. <laughs> yes, I'm super excited for this workshop, but also not only because I'm also one of the speakers, but because I think it is a really <laughs> important workshop. So um, can you just kind of give us a little background or an overview of um, of, your, of your workshop and sort of talk about what your what your co-speakers are going to be speaking on? Yeah, so um, this this workshop is actually on the back or um, we designed this workshop on the back this national initiative in the UK where we are trying to sort of um, uh, get women access to postnatal physiotherapy and multidisciplinary pelvic health clinics during the peripartum period, which is that um, the antenatal and a year after giving birth. And the reason for that is because, as you know, Shannon, that um, pelvic floor dysfunction is very common. And up until now, we have really not no standards in practice at international level. I think everyone is doing a bit of, you know, whatever is available with their own resources and obviously different models of care. You know, obviously in the UK, we're very much into professionals and and physio, midwifery-led, you know, clinic, whereas, you know, um, from the States is medical care. And then, you know, we thought that we had to sort of put something together that I can actually reach as many people and you can pick and choose whatever model suits you at your local level but with the information from you know not only nice guidelines from but from the listen from the recent literature regarding management of obstetric pelvic floor disorders yeah i 100% agree with you first of all i think that pelvic floor dysfunction in postpartum women and antepartum women is severely underdiagnosed. Um, you know, most women do not take care of themselves when they have a newborn or they're pregnant because their focus is on their rest of their family. And but really, it, you know, in order to take care of your family, you need to take care of yourself. So that's the, that's the first thing. I think this is something that 
this workshop is great because it highlights how prevalent pelvic floor dysfunction is in this patient population. And in hundred percent, I agree with you. There are very limited guidelines actually for how many patients, I mean, you know, how many people we deliver yeah. all over the world. There are such limited guidelines on how to counsel patients, you know, how to manage them antepartum, postpartum, what expectations to give them, um, and also just really a focus on how many different specialties are involved in their care, right? From just as you mentioned, midwives, obstetricians, the urogynecologist, pelvic floor physical therapists, nurses, rehabilitation. There are so many different people that interact with these patients um, and no one, and having, coming to a consensus, talking about the literature out there, talking about, you know, the way we practice all over the world is so, is so important. So I'm really excited for this workshop. And so I just was wondering, like, who do you, in, in your mind, you know, for ICS, who do you think would be most beneficial from this workshop? I think obviously um, everyone should know about continence in the peripartum period, right? But, um, you know, the people that are going to really or be should be able, because remember, when we design workshops is with the mind that you can take that information and go back to your clinical practice and start to say, do I need to change my clinical practice? How do they do it? Right. So I think the people that will benefit the most will be urogynecologists, any obstetricians, uh, clinical nurses, specialists, and obviously physiotherapists. Obviously, we welcome urologists, of course, you know, but they're less likely to to become, um, you know, to encounter this 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 group of women um so yes definitely urogyne obstetricians clinical nurse specialists and and physiotherapists and you know as part of this workshop you know obviously we know that it's uk heavily uh, <laughs> uh influenced but um you know i'm from the states and the yeah. United <laughs> one, I'm, one I'm from Spain, you know. That's true. But, <laughs> but obviously anyway i work in the uk but um, one of the main things is that um, in the workshop, we'll also have Lucia Berry, which is uh, one of my colleagues at Brunel, who's actually heavily involved in with NICE. And she actually has been part of the um, um, perinatal pelvic health skills framework, which actually is a new guideline that sets up to um, sort of uh, the minimal standards that everyone midwives, physios, urogyne, uh, consultants, trainees should have in pelvic health. So she's actually been involved on that and also in the NICE and uh, guidelines in the prevention um, and management of pelvic floor dysfunction. So um, she will talk about, you know, what how we do actually train the workforce because, as you know, as you say already, we need to carry on training our junior physios, our trainees, you know, our midwives. The more that, you know, um, we train everyone around us, I, I mean, from our experience, you know, we have noticed a huge difference in training midwives, for example, and GPs, because at the end of the day, not everyone will see a physio or a urogynecologist, but most pregnant women will see their GPs and their midwives. So it's important that we share our knowledge. So that will be Lucia. And then Monica Franklin is a midwife by background as well, quite experienced. And she has now finished her MBA in, in healthcare management. And, and she's the brainy one in here. And she will talk about, you know, that um, there's 
you know, sort of the, the steps, you know, because I don't know about you, Shannon, but I think management, operational management is not something that we train in medical um, school or physics. Oh, 100%. It is right? totally out of the realm of what we do when you train in medicine and when you train, uh, you know, to take care of patients. That's just Isn't not that, something we do yeah. about. You learn by default and by by talking to colleagues, sometimes exploring the world of finance, managers, stakeholders. I mean, I think for me, last year, person has been like a steep learning curve. And when you reach to all these people and, and they all want answers and questions and and, and, and data, you know, and, and you just been doing your clinics and you don't realize the importance of, you know, um, you know, data gathering and so on. So she will actually, from our level, of how to feed this clinic, you know, across three different trusts with different clinic setups. You know, what are the main people that you need to reach, you know, wherever you are? Because, you know, obviously all healthcare systems are different, but in, you know, um, states, Europe, Australia, most of the times the the uh, organogram of, of the hospital is more or less the same. So it's how you get to the those people that have access to other people, to money, finance, support, etc. And that's a super important. I think as clinicians, we're all very passionate about looking after patients, but then the reality of making it happen is a different thing altogether, right? I agreed. And and you know, there's been a lot of places all over the world that have trial these clinics and kind of gone through trial and error and figured out, okay, what is the most efficient or optimal way to kind of build these clinics? And and when you do that, you know, then you are going to set up a functional clinic that's really going to work long term and provide like the best resources for your patients. So for sure, you know, ICS members who are interested in starting a clinic or interested in even optimizing the current perinatal clinic or perinatal um and a facility that they have, where it's going to get a lot out of her talk. I think that's going to be great. Mm. And I think I'm going to talk about, okay, so now we have the clinic. How does it look like as in, you know, what are the interventions, you know, backed up by evidence that we need to provide to all women, you know, and how do we more importantly identify women with pelvic floor dysfunction? It's been quite a controversial topic because we don't have like a standard, you know, assessment that is short, that it can actually be reproducible in clinic, you know, because obviously all of our questionnaires, like obviously when you're doing research, you can use the ICAQ, you know, all of the different, but when you're in clinic and you have five minutes with a patient, 10 minutes, you don't have the time <laughs> to go to the ICIQ, right? Or any of the outcome measures you know so identification how do we actually come up with our identification triage process that quickly has actually helped the midwives to decide yes this patient needs to be seen by the pelvic health team or this patient needs to be seen by the urogyne or this patient needs to be you know so that's actually quite important to start with as well so yeah, I think that's 100% triaging those patients of who really needs to be seen and, and just asking the questions right I mean there are so many obstetrical patients out there who deliver or who are pregnant who never get asked those questions and just like identifying what those questions are, you know, to be able to even find out if they're having pelvic floor dysfunction, I think is is really helpful and will be a big, you know, a big part of what people will get out of the workshop. Yeah. And actually, when we started this project, you know, we asked um, women across Southeast London, you know, and it's quite interesting. I mean, we're presenting that abstract as well at ICS, but out of 200 women, 47% didn't know that there was help available. So that gives oh, you, I mean, it's yes. a very short, you know, a small snapshot of what's available. But you know, Shannon, how women don't actually, they think it's a normal 
process that you should actually leak urine and it's like it shouldn't you know it's common but it shouldn't so actually the mystifying you know loads of education with women is as equally as important yeah I think that's it you know first of all um letting women know out there know that these are issues that happen after delivery because many women just don't realize that this might be an, a problem or they may encounter these complications and that there are things that we can do about it and that there's help available through different healthcare providers, clinicians, physios, nurses, etc. So I think just I just just the more information that we give to clinicians and providers, they can pass on that information to patients is really important. Um, and that's what I'm, you know, going to talk about too in the last sort of portion of the workshop. Yes. Why are you going to talk about Shannon? I you're am. <laughs> you're going to listen to me talk for a little bit. I know I never, I never get to present uh, uh, in the workshop uh, podcast, but today <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit about what I'm going to do. So, you know, I have um, quite a bit of experience um, at my own institution at Cleveland Clinic. I run the postpartum uh, pelvic floor center here. And um, from a urogyne perspective, I see a lot of women antepartum and postpartum, um, you know, with with kind of pelvic floor dysfunction before pregnancy and then wound issues, urinary retention, prolapse, et cetera, afterwards or even during pregnancy. And so I'm going to sort of talk about from my perspective, like what the obstetrician and the urogynecologist can do to identify those patients and then ultimately help to, to treat and manage that, um, kind of give some some of the, the workflows that we have um, and the protocols that I use at, at our institution, which hopefully will be, will be helpful um, for our our ICS members who come to this workshop. So um, I'm really excited, uh, you know, for, for Friday morning after the dinner, it'll be, it'll be great to go out, have a good time on Thursday night, and then come and learn all about pelvic floor, postpartum <laughs> pelvic floor workshops, or postpartum, uh, postpartum pelvic floor centers. So it just yeah. in the last couple minutes here, Paula, it was so great to have you join me. Any um, last words or um, kind of suggestions, advice for our ICS members who are interested in, in this workshop? I think it will be, you know, like my question now is, you know, I would love to hear if there's any other initiatives going around, you know, like we are presenting our experience, but if any of the attendees has any other experience, please get in touch with us because it might be that we can correlate and actually highlight the work that you're doing. So, you know, um, you can easily reach me via the ICS website and, you know, we, we would like to hear from you because the, the more that we know what everyone else is doing, in, the more that we can compare and come up with this unicorn. <laughs> uh, unicorn. So, right? I love unicorns. My daughter loves unicorns. There, <laughs> and I love the name yeah. of it. Um, I, I completely agree, right? We're probably in each of our different corners of the world doing something similar but a little bit different and the really way to to optimize care for these patients and to to figure out the best management strategy to just like what you said train our future generations of um clinicians nurses physios urogynes urologists um to identify these women is is really to kind of come together and i really like that idea about this workshop as yes we are presenting our data and we are you know, quote unquote experts in this field, but we kind of invite everybody to to share their stories and their um, kind of their experience as well. Um, so we can move forward from there and kind of grow the field. So this is going to be great. Well, thank you so much, Paula, for uh, joining me today. And
and I'm super excited for um, our workshop on Friday, the September 29th. It is from 9 to 10.30 a.m., and like I said before, it's uh, getting sold out, so I suggest that you go online and you register for ICS and then purchase a ticket, um, and you will get to see the two of us up there, and we would love to meet everybody. So um, thank you so much, Paula, and I look so forward to seeing you in person in six weeks at ICS 2023 in Toronto. Thank you, Shannon. See you then. International Continent Society podcast. Find out more about the leading organization in multidisciplinary continents research and education at ics.org.